three to us on St. Teresa of Avila by Father Ian Matthew. One of the reasons St. Teresa of Avila comes so powerfully into the present is that she, she speaks with the, the credibility, the authenticity of somebody who has been there, who has experienced this. Uh, like the blind man in the gospel who's cured by Jesus and uh, the Pharisees ask for an explanation and he says, well I don't know about that. All I know is I was blind and now I see. And he might have gone on and nothing you can say can make me doubt that. And Teresa, Teresa of Avila, uh, 16th century Spanish saint, doctor of the church, saint having been brought from a place of emotional enslavement to a place of great freedom. She says that, that I know this because it's happened in me. He's done this in me. I was blind and now I see. And her life is articulated really around that journey that for the first 20 years of her adult life, her religious life, she was struggling. Struggling with a divided heart, with too many loyalties, which really shredded her. meant that the potential for loving that was in her was just too scattered. She says that she became enslaved, blind. And then we find her with her great heart, able to give herself to people in freedom. Now in her, in her 40s, something's happened that's, that's brought about a change and that, that catapulted her into her mission in the church to found small communities of women and later of men who would be dedicated to prayer. So there's this story in her life. Look at what happened to me, she says. Years of struggle and then years of extraordinary freedom. And what links those, what made possible that growth, is, she's quite explicit, is prayer. Prayer which engaged her personality, which called forth or which was carried along by that, that, that need to love, that gift for love, which was both her blessing in later life and her curse in earlier life. But she brought that to prayer, which she calls living out of friendship, frequently, one-to-one, -one, being with the one who we know loves us. And her message, her, her manifesto for the church is that prayer as friendship with Christ changes you. That prayer in which the one whom we know loves us is given access to our heart, prayer transforms people situations and if you don't believe it look at what happened to me she says and just to specify that it's particularly prayer as a relationship of friendship with Jesus in his sacred humanity because she was a very honest woman when she went to pray she was very honest about herself and that made going to pray extremely tortuous because she knew that she was saying no to God in her life and yet facing him in her prayer. And what, what was it that made that possible for 20 years? Not to give up. She did give up for a year and a half, but came back again to prayer, struggling. 
What was it that made her possible to keep coming back, to keep persevering in prayer, not just prayer as, as ritual or as formulae, but prayer as relationship? When you know that you're holding back from the one that you're relating to. The answer, what made it possible, is the sacred humanity of Christ. So she says, I used to summon up the presence of Christ or attend to the presence of Christ within me, the living Christ. And it seems to me I got on better in those situations where I could see he was most alone. It seemed to me that being alone and afflicted, Jesus, as a person in need, he had to accept me. So that's it. She'd go to the gospel, knowing that as he was then, so he is now. And she'd feel her way to Jesus when he's alone, maybe in the desert, maybe on the hillside, particularly in the garden, in his agony. Alone and afflicted he was. And she sensed that because he knew what it was to be struggling, to be suffering, to experience his weakness, his human weakness, he had to accept her. And it was that welcome in the human heart of Christ that enabled her not to run away, not to give up, not to settle for something kind of mediocre. And it was him that brought her to resurrection. Just got a, another quotation I'd like to end with this from the book of her life. And it, it's uh, something that I find this whole message of the transforming potential of friendship with Jesus and never to give up, no matter where you find yourself, never to hold back from false humility, I find this message very helpful. Trusting the goodness of God, she says, he does not remember our ingratitude when we, recognising what we are, wish to return to his friendship. Let them look at what he did with me. I first grew weary of offending him before he left off forgiving me. He never grows weary of giving, and his mercies can never be exhausted. Let us not grow weary of receiving. May he be blessed forever. Amen. And let all things praise him.